everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. We talk about it a bit in this episode, but I knew I had to speak with Scott Robert Lim the second I saw his Facebook post about his dad's shoes. If you've lost a parent, what is it about them that stays with you? In retrospect, what did they teach you? And not just with their words, but with what they did and who they were. If you still have your parents like I do now, When is the last time you thanked them or just had the conversation about the helpful things you've learned from them? My conversation with Scott really grounded me, humbled me even. I love his mission to help others, and I can relate to his quote-unquote trick many times over. And now that 2020 has turned out to be the way that it has, I'm more grateful than ever to the examples of strength and courage I've had in my life. We're getting through this, friends. Stay strong and stick to your mission. I read the form. I read the form that you filled out, and you said, I've been doing this for over 20 years. <laughs> I could, Whatever I could, subject. I could talk about anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, but I, I do I, have something if you don't have well, something. Well, I, I want to tell you what spurred this on in particular. First of all, I have this big list of people to talk to. Right. And and that's and you've been on that for a while. Oh, right? okay. So, so in my mind I expected this. You didn't see this coming maybe, but I in my mind I'm like okay. someday I'm going to talk to Scott. Oh. Now, what happened though the other day is we're getting ready for this uh for WPPI and I'm and I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and we're friends on Facebook right. and you had a post about your dad. Oh, yeah. Right. The shoes? And the shoes. Yes. And immediately, I emailed my producer that helps me with this. Yeah. And I said, I want this, I want to talk to, I want to talk to Scott. Yeah. As part of this. Thinking that you were going to be here. Okay. I just made the assumption right. that you were going to be here. I'm always here. Be here. So, yeah. I, and, and I, it just hit me, it hit me like a brick. And I, there was just something about that post that spurred me on and wanted me to, to sit with you specifically at this event. So that, can you, can that you, was one of my most popular posts. Was it? And when I was writing, so this is how I know something. I used to do a lot of blogging way back in the day. Yeah, sure. And, uh, I know when something is going to be good is when I start to feel real emotional when I'm writing it mm-hmm. and I can feel it. I yeah. go, you know what? I know somehow, some way, this is going to touch a lot of people. Yeah, it touched me. It got me. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It did. Well, of course, it makes me think of my own dad, and it makes me think of, you know, things that are meaningful. You still have your dad? I do. Oh, okay. I Great. Do. Yeah. I do. But so I wanted to know if you'd be willing to, at, at least at the very beginning, we can move into sure. whatever you want to. But I, was, I wanted to know if you'd be willing to kind of jump into that a little bit and expand. Yeah, you know, um, so... You know, 
I'm a little bit older. I'm 57. So, of course, my dad's going to be a little bit older. So those were the days when, you know, people wore suits to work and yeah. tie and things like that. And yeah. people had nice leather shoes and things like that. And yeah. so I can specifically remember hearing that noise every night. Every single night he would polish his shoes. And he wouldn't buy very many shoes mm-hmm. because he would take care of them. And right. a good pair of shoes will last you forever Mm -hmm. and so i just you know remember him doing that every night and you know these little subtle things uh that you know maybe your parents do or that people that you're close to you do you don't know what kind of effect it really has on you sometimes until later in your life and now that i think about my dad and um you know He's probably been the most influential. He's has been the most influential person in my entire Is life. Is that right? But it's not because he was, you know, I'm total opposite of of him because I have a very public uh, you know, career and yeah. I'm out there and talking to people. Right. And my dad was completely opposite. He loved to be in the background. Yeah. He loved to do those little things that people didn't really even notice. You know, like after his retirement, his joy was actually to be a janitor at our church. Is that right? Yeah. So he delighted in those little thankless. Yes, yeah. and actually things. the people too. The people that were kind of cast aside, and mm-hmm. he would go around um, at church, and this church would give him these, you know, gift cards to the supermarket, and he would hand them out to people, and he had a real heart for the people that weren't noticed or kind of maybe cast aside. But he was a very diligent worker and did things tirelessly, even though it wouldn't even be noticed. But it did in the end. Well, it sounds like he embodied what the church was all about in the first place to me. Like, it sounds to me like your dad is like this model of what we're supposed to be. Yes. And not and and so I kind of, you know, I don't know, maybe some people don't think I'm that humble, but... Whatever humility that I do have is from your dad. It's from my dad because Uh, he learned uh, how to do things without any praise just because it was a good thing to do. Yeah. Right. And so I remember that. And then, you know, and then I was like, I, I, for some reason I had this fascination. I just have this, I just love Macintosh computers and I don't know why. And I would take all these like beat up ones tossed aside Macintoshes, but actually they're very, very good machines if you know how to change the drives and give them new software. And, and I go, this is exactly like a good pair of shoes, Yeah, you know? And so it totally reminded me of my dad mm-hmm. and my reason why I like Macintosh. I go, it's exactly like a good pair of shoes. Yeah. They can last forever if you take care of them. And then that lead to me thinking about my dad again, which was really emotional. Do you think that like that, who your dad was is, is more rare than ever these days? Cause aren't we, yes. don't we all just like to get credit well, for stuff? You know what? It was so interesting. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to a lot of, uh, I, cause I speak to photographers all the time Yeah, and photographers, they kind of admit this too. They would rather be popular than actually make money with their photography. Really? Yeah. 
I don't know if That's you know this. Something. They did a study on what the most popular career somebody would want to do for young people, and it was wanting to be an influencer. An influencer. Yeah, like just somebody who's popular as, on YouTube. Like famous or for being famous. Or a podcast. Famous. Right. <laughs> and get money for just right. promoting. And so there's this craving of being popular and putting yourself in front of people. and But I feel that there's a lack of you know, character and wanting to perfect your craft and to work at it every day. And maybe you're not going to get noticed for 10 years, Mm -hmm. but you just keep at it. Then maybe never, maybe Maybe, never, maybe you never get noticed. Maybe never. Your dad was legitimately taking delight in doing those little things for the sake of those things and those people. Yeah. Not for recognition in nope. any way, shape, or form. No, he may not have wanted to be recognized. Right. In some in some way, like he right. May... He didn't care about it. Right. Right. He didn't care about it. So how did you turn out to be <laughs> so opposite? <laughs> well, you said you were opposite, and you're well, and you're bombastic. Well, and no, you're, you're okay. a big personality, right? Well, the thing is, yeah, I am. But you see, I still have that core value of wanting to help people. Yeah. And that's really what turns me on. Yeah. I get the greatest pleasure here coming to WPPI and people coming up. I had this guy come all the way from Honduras mm. and he stopped and he had to talk to me because yeah. he was hoping that he would run into me. Right. Uh, he did. And he, he wanted to just tell me how I literally changed his life yeah. by, you know, my teaching principles that were online. Um, and it's like, that's what really turns me on. So not, different personalities, but same motives. Like you, yes. you and your father both. It was the same motive, right. but it was just a different way to approach it right. and do it. Right. And so for me to try to expand my reach so I can help people, I have to be sort of an entertainer slash educator. So. Well, especially in today's world. Yeah. Right. Like, you're, like to, to some degree, you're playing to your circumstances. Yeah. Right. But it, it's really my personality too. <laughs> that, that, that also helps. Sure, sure. What do you do? You take that into account, like regarding what your legacy is, right? You're not a. You're not. Neither one of us are like young bucks anymore. Right? <laughs> we're just not. We're right. on the we're on the older end. Somebody yeah. just somebody just told me this the other day. They were really blunt about it. They were like, "Hey, you're not in your twenties anymore." <laughs> And I was like, I'm not in my 30s anymore. And right. I'm I'm on my way to 50, like really fast. Right. Yeah, I can order from the senior menu now. <laughs> so that's a plus. Well, somebody was like, Are you excited to get your AARP card? And, I, and then they were joking. And then I was like, Well, I could still take you out. So let's, you know, right. it's just one of those things. Like we're on that end of the spectrum yeah. now. And do you take that into account? Like kind of like the legacy of your dad now. Yeah. Is means that much more right. to you now than it did before. Like those it, sorts of things. It are, did because now I'm going through the experience of having kids. Oh, yeah. Raising yourself. my family. Right. right. Understanding what he had to do to do that. Right. Yeah. Right. And so a great I have a greater appreciation because I'm going through it now. Right. Right. right? And so I think that's the case. But you know, it's like uh I love the fact that I'm old and I've been in this industry a long time because I feel that makes me a better, better educator. Yeah. Like I've been there. I've done that. I've had to reinvent myself seven times. Okay. So, you know, well, the value of that experience is, is something that's extremely important. Yeah. And I find that it's very rare to find an artist 
that has had a 20-year career. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard to just have a career being an artist. It's one of the hardest things in the world. Why? Because, okay, so you learn your craft. Let's say you go to school and you get an art degree. You spend four or five years getting that. Yeah. Nobody tells you that there's not going to be an $80,000 job waiting for you to paint. <laughs> right, right. Right? True. Very so true. So you come out right. and you may, you may learn your craft <laughs> but but there's this business side of being an there, entrepreneur yeah. that they've never prepared you for. Yeah, yeah. And so you end up what working at Starbucks. Yeah. Or maybe you could, if you're the lucky few, get a job at White House Custom Color. Right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> true. You know. Right. But and that's I, true. Hey, like, I've known a lot of you for a long time. Yes. And that's a great job. Yes. I'm very very <laughs> thankful know? for my job. <laughs> I love but you it, guys. But in all last. honesty, they you don't see that other. You don't get to that other side initially. It's almost like they, no. they you, you come out prepared in one way and completely well, in one yeah. way. Yeah. But completely unprepared. No. And you in just the other get way. like, wow. Yeah. And so that's what I want to do. My legacy wants to kind of help people not only perfect their craft, mm. but also teach them about business, mm-hmm. how to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm having a hard time because these, these, they just want to be influencers and they just want to be popular. And they don't want to like, don't you want this for a career? Don't you want to do this for a decade? You know, and it's just like they just want to be popular. Do you think it's not feasible to, to aspire to be an influencer for a decade? I, I I would say it's very hard. It's not impossible. Right. But I, I, I always it's like feel, saying I wanna be a I wanna be a professional basketball player. Right. Right. Very limited time. Sure. And it's also like I look at it to like um, actresses and actors, mm-hmm. right? They had this hot period mm-hmm. for a few years. They're the hottest thing. Yeah, they're on the A-list for a bit. Yeah, right. and then there's very few that have a, a, a long True. career right. and transitioned instead right. of being the hot, uh, you know, babe, now she's the mom, right? Very few of those that transition, and it's just like in our industry too. Well, do you think it's easy for people to say that about actors and actresses and rock stars? and professional athletes and it's harder for people to really grasp the fact that that's the same way for influencers like yeah they it, don't see that because yet, anyway. they don't see it yet it's part of that because the the whole concept of being the influencer at least in this way with this model is relatively new it is it's a brand new thing but that's what all the kids are looking at you know, my daughter, she doesn't watch television anymore. What yeah. does she watch? She just watches YouTube. YouTube, and, so do my kids, yeah. <laughs> whatever That's what they want to watch all the time. Yeah. Right. It's different. And so, but I'm like, what a, I really would, I would love to teach them and tell them, listen, if you really apply yourself, you can have a career in this. Right. You can make good money. Right. You can, it could be lasting. Look at me. I've been doing it for 20 years. Right. But. You have to learn your craft and you have to learn business. Right. And if you apply yourself to do it, you can do it forever. Uh, but if you don't, maybe you might hit it for a few years. Right. But then, you know, what are you going to do after that? So your, your mission, so to speak, is to kind of help people with the piece that they're not getting. Yes. Well, from, to, from formal education. Yeah. So my, my thing is, it's kind of twofold. I want to show them how to achieve and uh, perfect their craft in a way that they can do it at a world-class level. Yeah. 
because you have to separate yourself from the masses if you're gonna there's so much competition now you got to be at a world-class level even to give yourself a chance to be a that full-time. sounds daunting it does you're using the terms world-class level <laughs> And right away, I'm like, well, I can't do that. Uh, yeah, well, well, exactly. And then you have to uh, learn business, too. And here's the trick, which most people don't get. Well, this is what, I wanting, this is what I'm wanting you to get to, the trick. Yes, the whatever. trick is you have to be mentored oh. because the mentor will give you the shortcuts. There's things that have taken me five years lighting-wise mm-hmm. to figure out. Mm-hmm. I can show you how to do it in 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it's not just about lighting, but it's about posing. It's about business. It's about life skills. It's about creating confidence. It's about reinventing yourself. All that knowledge that I've had over 20 years, I am, I love to tell people about it, but nobody wants to step up and invest in themselves to take it. And so, oh, they'll try to find it on their own. Right. And most likely there's a one in a thousand chance that they'll actually be able to find it. So you, you are experiencing people on the whole as wanting to go after this themselves and not wanting to bring somebody alongside them. Yeah. And you know what was so interesting and i glad, I mean, I'm not glad that Kobe Bryant passed away, but I'm glad that a lot of his principles are now being recognized. Yeah, that's he what was happened, the isn't one it? dude yeah. that whatever he did, he sought out the best. Yeah. And like right Michael Jordan he yep. bugged him at 2 a.m. in the morning about yeah. stupid constantly it was his mentor <laughs> yeah. right yeah and so he worked really hard but he sought the best advice too yeah, yeah. and that's what people aren't doing and so maybe this well I'll just practice a lot no you have to practice with the right information well you you bring up a good point and I and I think there's a lot of stock in what you said and that it took you five years to learn what well, you said lighting but really you could you, that could be X, right? Like, like that's yeah, a variable. It, could be it took me X amount of years to learn X. Yes, and it's something that, on the whole, I can convey to you in a, in a nutshell, of course. But yeah. I, you you can get an awful lot of information from me in twenty minutes. Right. That's why you got to seek experts. Right. Because they've been through that. Right. Like I'll I'll be talking to people and mentoring them, and we'll be the process of what equipment to buy. I, I could literally save them thousands of dollars <laughs> yeah, somebody, just in don't yeah. buy that, get yeah. this, because yeah. I bought that already. Yeah. You know, I've wasted hundreds of thousands, not wasted, but I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars well, on Well, you, you could have, well, and you could say this in retrospect, you, you could have saved a lot more money if, had you known yeah. what you ended up finding out in a lot of ways in the, the hard way. I, and I didn't have a mentor, and I wasn't right. smart enough to really seek out a lot of you mentors. You didn't have one. No, I mean, I sort of, I mean, the closest mentor that I had was I got some advice and they were so kind as the Davises, Bob and Don Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, in the very beginning of the career, they, they really, uh, you know, made themselves available to me. And so I was able to pick his brain and they gave me a lot of confidence and helped me a little bit along the way. But no, I, I, you know, there wasn't this online. I, for goodness sake, when getting online was dial up for me, there was no streaming anything. Right. It took one minute to just get one picture, 640 by 480 to come up on your screen. Well, we also remember what life was like before that, even like before online was a thing at all. Right. But what I, what I hear you saying now is that 
you have so much access and so many different avenues to so many different people. Right. Not that you expect someone to do the Kobe Bryant thing and call you up at 2 a.m. <laughs> Some people do text well, me at all hours. <laughs> well, true, because they can, though. Like, yeah, they can. But, I mean, you can... You can tweet somebody you can you can yeah. tag somebody right. you can you can direct message them there's so many different ways yeah to reach out you know email somebody or contact them through their website at the very least to say hey can you help me with whatever you know with this that, and so here's another thing is our access to so much information is actually detrimental in some way to all the different information yeah yes. there's too much right so it's right. like saying this like here's the analogy that i give okay you want to be an engineer. Well, if you go to the Los Angeles County Public Library, you can find every book in there about engineering and learn it, right? But you would say, oh, I'm going to learn about engineering, and then you just go to the library and randomly pick out books. Do you think you're going to be an engineer doing that? Right, right. No, why? Why do you go to college? Because they have the professors, they have the program, right. they have everything laid out for you right. in a sequential way right. for you to learn, but we right. don't treat photography that way. Right. We just go, oh, I'm going to go on YouTube. Oh, then I'm going to go to WPPI and take this course, and then you try to piece it together by yourself, right. and it's extremely difficult. Some people do I happen to manage to do it, but you know, by far only one in a thousand people can actually do it. Why? There's just too much information and it's not put in an orderly fashion for them and they're not. It's that hard. Yeah. Because there's so much junk out there. So much. Yeah. You don't know how to filter through it and a book can't evaluate your work. Right. Well, a book is a one-way street, right? Yeah, it's, it's one way. Not, the only way you're interacting with a book is reading what the book says. Right, but you need somebody that can look at your work and say, you're amazing at this, mm-hmm. but here's where you need work on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting is that a lot of times I could look at a person's work and I could tell their personality through their photos. Yeah. And I can see what type of person they are, um, just the way they shoot. Yeah. And it's right there because your photography really is a mirror to your soul. Oh, yeah. And so the more you let yourself out and your individuality out, the better your photography is going to be. But that's scary. And sometimes, so for me... So you're, you're helping people on, on another uh, level, on too. another level. So for me, actually, the technical stuff, the lighting, the posing, and all that stuff is easy. Mm. It's really the garbage and the baggage we carry inside that we have to really kind of put aside or we need help sometimes unpacking all that stuff to understand how we tick to get us to those next levels. And that's really what I'm about. You sound like a lot more like a guru than, <laughs> than, a, than, a, than merely a, an instructor, so to speak. I, right? You like, know what? I have a passion for um, helping people at the next level. Mm-hmm. And I realized that was holding the people back the most, not how to use your flash. That's right. easy. Right. Even though it may take you years to do that, you can actually learn that. Right. But it's like, well, then how do you gain the self-confidence? How do you create a signature style? That's the deep stuff you really got to help a person with. Right. That And you jump into that. You're not going to find it. A book is not going to evaluate your personality and right. all your kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Where, where can people go? to find your information and if, if someone's interested in reaching out to you, right. To, yeah. to, to be mentored. Uh, how, pretty how, easy. I mean, 
like you could just go to my Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scott Robert Lim. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can read stories about my dad there. You yeah. can see my family. You can message me there. Yeah. Um, so, or, you know, Instagram, Scott Robert Lim. You can direct message me. Um, and yeah, so um, just Google me and anything Scott Robert Lim at gmail.com. There, there you go. it is. That's a pretty good one. But I have over 100,000 unread emails. Then that's a terrible one. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those guys. Yeah, I get so bombarded, oh, right? So my. Uh, <laughs> I can't look down and see that little red dot with the all, like that super high number. Uh, yeah, oh, my wife's yeah. got that too. I think she's got like 32,000 unread the, the, emails. I'm, that's nothing to me. Like, I don't, yeah, she's. <laughs> She's, you're a veteran at that party. Uh, yeah. so let me, uh, let me ask you one last question sure. circling around. Cause you circle around to your dad again, which I think is great. Yeah. With your kids, what do you want them to take away from you? Just, um, to be a good person and mm. to work hard. That's really the secret to life. I feel as long as you're working hard and you just want to add value to people, mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the one thing I want them to realize. You may not get recognized right away, or maybe you may never be recognized. Don't put too much stock into the recognition piece. Yeah, put put stock into doing a good thing and creating value for people, Mm -hmm. and you will have more friends, you have more connections, Mm -hmm. you have more people wanting a piece of you to help them than you will ever, ever have just doing those things. And so I've lived, I've, I've based my entire career on mm-hmm. that. It's like the first thing when I'm trying to network with somebody or I, the first thing is like, how can I help this person? How can I help this business with what I do? Mm-hmm. And it always stems from that, not what I can get from them. Because when you help them, then you get so much more in return than it you can ever realize. Way. It does. It and comes I, around. I know, and I remember talking to Mike in the very beginning of my career because mm. you guys helped put me on stage. Mm-hmm. You guys sponsored me in the very beginning sure. when nobody knew me. Yeah. And, and, and I remember going up to him and just thanking him for helping me do what my dream was. Mm-hmm. And that was just me, you know, trying to provide you value. And then in turn, you guys just helped me a lot in my career. So I always appreciate that. Well, those symbiotic relationships are something that occur, I think, when you go into the situation with the right mindset. And and that recognition is not, you know, at the top of your list. Like that may or may not come. But if your if your motive at the, in initially is to just really do the right thing and and help people out, yeah, recognition or not, right, it, it tends to come around. You and, will have a great life. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. It's so simple. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we confuse it with all this stuff, and maybe it's our pride, or maybe something gets in there, or ego. I don't know what it is, but it's very simple. And then I just learned it from my dad. Yeah. And that's what I really appreciated him. His just his humble spirit and him wanting to help other people. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. That was great. That's it. That's I was so hoping that you would you would go there. <laughs> just just based on that post and I saw the picture of those shoes and I and I just wanted to know more and hear about it directly from you. So thank you for doing this. Oh man, you're welcome anytime. Until next time. <laughs>